Coming soon to Video Cassette. Ahoy, ladies, uh, landlubbers, and citizens of the deep. Welcome to this one is Scraping the Vault. Hi, <laughs> I'm Dan, and this is Scraping the Vault. Hold on. And with me, as always, is Jimmy. He is also here underwater with me, as is Audrey. Hi! We made a deal with a double-like character so we could stop watching the movie. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And the movie is... Hold on. Okay. Uh, I'm Mermy, this episode. My name's Murdry. Murdry. And I am... Or man. Down, d- dander. <laughs> dander. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah, and as Mer- you know from the title of the episode you just clicked on, we watched The Little Mermaid 2 Return to the Sea. Mm-hmm. The end. Blub, blub. Oh, all right. <laughs> so, uh, wait a minute. What happened? What beer are we going to have? Scuttlebutt. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was quick. Good job, oh. guys. Very much, very much like the film. It just skipped over. <laughs> oh God. Oh my. Uh, yeah. Uh, like, should we just start this? Yeah, yeah. Let's just start it. We got. Let's it. We just got start it. this. Uh, as you, we all know, Little Mermaid two. Bubbly Boogaloo was released in the year 2000. And in the year 2000, things happened, as they do. Uh, On the old television set uh, that people still watched back in the year 2000, number 10 was The Practice. Number 9 was Law & Order. I think either one of many or just the original. Uh, number eight was Who Wants to Be a Millionaire on Sunday? Wow. Number seven Whoa. was Everybody Loves Raymond. Just wait for it. It gets better. Uh, number six, Monday Night Football. Uh, remember that? Oh, sorry, too soon. Oh, uh, yeah. Number five was Friends. People like to watch their friends. Uh, number four was Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Tuesday. Number three, yeah. Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Wednesday. Stop. Everybody wanted to be a millionaire because on for number 11 was who wants to be a millionaire on Thursday. And on number two, ER. Er. Number one was Survivor. And in, in theme park news, Disney theme park news, mm-hmm. on uh, June 25th, someone suffered a brain hemorrhage after riding Indiana Jones Adventure, Temple of the Forbidden Night at Disneyland. Once again, Paul Bressler. Uh, July 20th, 20th, Disney Ambassador Hotel opens at the Tokyo Disney Resort. September 4th, Pooh's Honey Hunt opens at Tokyo Disneyland. September 22nd, someone suffered a brain, some, someone suffered brain damage after falling out of and, and being dragged by a car on Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin at Disneyland once again, Jesus. Paul Pressler. This person later died at, in 2009 at the age of 13. On oh. September 25th, Rocket Rods closed at Disneyland for 
bunny ear quotes here, refurbishment. Uh, with the projected 2001 reopening, people can now enjoy it in the form of a structurally and visually obstructive empty track above most of Tomorrowland, where guests can also enjoy the following. A closed arcade, a theater that sometimes shows previews, old, outdated attractions that take up most of the land's footprint, and three very good rides about space things. Was yeah. it the expedition to Doom? What was that ride again that we talked about that freaked me out forever and ruined my life? Uh, what? Ouija? <laughs> Maybe this conversation wasn't with you guys. I don't think it's Okay, there was this space ride where you're like in a room and it's circular and your seat would spray water on your neck and there's like oh, an alien. Talking alien. About alien encounter, extraterrestrial. Yes. yes, that's the one. We talked it was about this. It so good. It was so good. It's a, it's, yeah, and that was Tomorrowland at Disney World. Dan was yes. talking about Disneyland Tomorrowland. And it was the arguably best attraction that Disney has ever done. Absolutely. Yeah. It was very well done. Technologically advanced. <laughs> no. <laughs> are, you, are you imitating Ouija? No, I'm Gosh. a whale. We're underwater. It's oh, a mermaid. Blub, blub. Blub, blub, everybody. Yep. And also uh, in 2000, Little Mermaid 2 Return to the Sea was released straight to video. Boy. Um, and the world's well, all better for it, right? That's right. Um. Yeah, I, Little Mermaid revolutionized uh, the it, the start of the new golden era of Walt Disney Animation. After you know a couple of decades of not a lot of good successful films, and uh, when did the ride open? When did the first Little Mermaid ride open? Was that? I was in two thousand one. No, no later than that because it was in the theater with uh, Califica. Right. Uh, also, arguably one of the best. Attractions that Disney's ever done. Yes, number two. <laughs> uh, what was that called? California Dream. I it was a it movie. Was, that's, it was it was Whoopi Goldberg is a god now. That that's the name of the of that's the right. show. Yeah. <laughs> Short lived, but yeah. Then Little Mermaid came. So uh, all right. So what do you think wh- it was going to be? All right. And spoiler warning, because this is exactly what it was. But this is what I wrote before I watched this movie. Ariel and Eric are happy in their new life. Legs and all. Some years have passed, and Ariel and Eric have a teenage daughter. Her name Whoa. is her name is Cenophile. So <laughs> Ariel means Lion of Gods. And I suspect that this movie is gonna be about everything opposite of what Little Mermaid was, right? Mm. So what is opposite of a lion? It's a dog. <laughs> what is the opposite of a god is a person. So a dog person. Opposite of Lion of the Gods, a dog person is a cenophile. C-Y-N-O-P-H-I-L-E. So her name is Cenophile. Anyway, little Ceno doesn't <laughs> she, like doesn't like being human with legs. She wants to be a mermaid and live in the sea. So she finds some alternate version of Ursula to turn her into a mermaid while exchanging with her some attribute she prizes. In short, the exact same story beats of Little Mermaid, but opposite. Mm. <laughs> that is... One hundred percent, what happened in this movie? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Audrey. What did you think it was going to be? 
Um, I thought it was going to be like the movie Taken, but with mermaids. <laughs> Ariel have a very specific set of skills? <laughs> no, I, this one gives Prince Eric a little more work to do. Ooh. He has to prove his manliness and save his fish daughter before she hits the fryer. <laughs> so you're imagining that she's as full on fish. Yeah, maybe she. it's like cross between like so you know the part in free willy where they it, there's a heist and they have the whale and they're like we got to get this whale to the ocean so there's yep. going to be that but like people find ariel's daughter and they're like we got to get this fish to the sea or something you know like they're gonna keep it <laughs> like, a, like a weird um pet and so eric has to be like not if i've got anything to say about it and then he'll hop on a ship and sail around and probably kill some thugs and guns hopefully lots of guns and some like cool uh action <laughs> little mermaid 2 is rated r <laughs> <laughs> that'd be great yeah. if, it was like, if it was like a, a cronenberg like body horror kind of thing where she's like sure like she's painfully mostly fish but it's just the parts that wouldn't be good as a human oh, are just she's like, she's like drowning oh, in air um oh, what about <laughs> <laughs> and like uh you know i mean the original the original fairy tales are definitely kind of spooky like they're mm-hmm. all really yeah. oh yeah all the grim fairy tales are grim right yeah they yeah. so well let's go back to our roots let's go back to our fishy scales and um <laughs> Throw in a little grit. Little yeah. Mermaid, of course, famously a Hans Christian Andersen story. Yes. <laughs> Dutch boy. Don't make me do it. Um, so I thought that... Hans Christian this- Andersen was a author and... Morning! <laughs> <laughs> in Denmark. Okay. Music uh, makes me want to put on a really high cut red bathing suit and prance around on like a a, a wave rider with blonde well, hair. No one. Well, let's be honest. Yeah. What doesn't make me <laughs> feel like doing? That? Crisp, cold, clean Bud Light. <laughs> um, I thought basically yes, the movie is going to be it's the same thing, but in reverse. Um. But I thought it would be stronger on the love story part Mm. where Mariel is like, hey, I found a mermaid and I love him and I'm going to give up like my sense of smell or something for him. Right. (laughs) Right. She is 12. Dan really enjoys love stories with 12 year olds. Oh, my God. Um, (laughs) One thing I wait. What? Oh, I lost my train. Oh, no, no. I remember my train of thought. Choo-choo, here goes. Um, <laughs> Hop on looked, the thought train. When I looked on the on the Disney Plus where it's got like a picture of the, you know, before you hit play, it's got like a little title screen picture mm-hmm. thing. I didn't realize that I thought the I thought the one with brown hair was a boy. And I was like, when is the love interest going to come in on this movie? As I was expecting like a mer boy to show up with brown hair and he never did. Mm-hmm. He was blonde. Yeah. Right. He was, blonde. And he didn't show up until after the movie he was may as well. Just not even be watching this movie anymore. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of the movie. Yeah. Uh, here's a trailer. So, 10 years ago. A mermaid dreamed of life like on the 11. land. I've never seen a human yeah. this close before. Now her daughter dreams of the sea 
You know what? Sometimes I even pretend I have friends. The Little Mermaid 2, Return to the Sea. Get ready for a story unlike any other. Yeah, there's no getting ready for this. Melody can't know no. about mer people or Atlantica. It's a story unlike it's any an other except for the one that it's based on. What's ah. happening, Melody? <laughs> Walt Disney Pictures proudly presents an proudly. all new full-length yeah. animated feature. I know this necklace means something. If no one's gonna tell me, I'm gonna find out for myself. The Little Mermaid 2 Integrity. Return to the Sea. Or no, initiative. Gonna go to the Mer Pawn Shop. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely, Miss Cleo. You certainly are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, um, oh, sorry. I fell asleep. Um, so, wow, guys, let's get some energy up in here. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I, was, I, was, I missed your train, so I was waiting for the next one. Oh, okay. Um, we so we opened this movie. Here's how it starts. It opens with Scuttle flying. It's an aerial shot. Now that's aerial, like overhead, not, mm-hmm. not the mermaid, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so F- Scuttle's flying over to Prince Eric's castle. We zoom into the castle. And we see a little baby who's reaching for its little mobile, mobile or mobile. Mm-hmm. mobile. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got sea creatures on it, right? So I have the first question. I have. It's a Samsung. Okay. <laughs> Uh, is now this baby was born yes. of a natural born mermaid and a natural born human. So yes. the baby, was it born with legs? Cause if Ariel's a mermaid by birth, then she gets magic legs from her it's dad. It's a recessive gene. Uh, cause all right. So the like alleles oh, and you know, the pairings. So like, it, like he's got his father's left leg and her, her mother's, right fin <laughs> right well i mean if she, you know if the two recessive if a if a natural born mermaid who had legs male mermaid who had fish and then got legs married another mermaid who got legs and became a human then you know the two recessive genes would present okay I think i'm I sorry remember I, a, <laughs> i'm just stuck on this and i didn't i didn't even think about this until we got to this that like so in this movie ariel has legs but mm-hmm. in all of the stuff like merchandise and all yep. the things in the parks and everything, she's a mermaid. So, right. like, why do that? That's stupid. Well, I guess it's kind of like the somewhere. Beast. Like, the Beast in Beauty and the Beast lore is not a Beast anymore. But when you go to the Beast castle, it's the Beast mm-hmm. walking around. So It's, it's just- almost as though they shouldn't be making these movies. <laughs> almost. <laughs> Just try to tell him to stop. Just try and stop him. Yeah, well, so, just try. Yeah. <laughs> so we're here. We are. We're on uh, Wet Pride, Pride Rock. Go ahead. Yeah. So they're on a ship now. And wet Pride Rock. What? <laughs> that's for sure. And, it's totally uh, the Lion King from. It's this is the Pride Rock scene. Yes. Yeah, that's reasonable. Yeah, because everybody gathers around. They're on the. They're on the ocean. All the you know cast characters come. You know, like Dog Max. Which, by the way, if this is in fact. Never mind. I'll get to that later. So, so the sea creatures all see each other and they, you know, Ariel's coming. Ariel's coming. And then uh, Samuel Wright, by the way, is back as Sebastian. Same guy. King mm-hmm. Triton rises out of the sea at the climax of this song, announcing, and I'm using song in air quotes throughout. Uh, well, every, I, really, yeah. I really thought that this was going to be an operetta, but then it very much yeah. wasn't. 
No, maybe four songs. There's maybe. so few songs. Well, they cut yeah. one song for uh, New Ursula that I, I found uh, Nursula. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> and I found it while I was considering grabbing clips of the songs, which by the way, that yeah, um, by the way, you're welcome listener. Yeah. Um, but this song is like weirdly dirty. It's like, she's going to like have sex with the fish that she's hanging out with or something, mm-hmm. but she's oh. talking about like, I don't, this movie is so incoherent. Um, by the way, there there are stock dolphin sounds in this scene. I just wanted to point oh. that out. And you didn't give us you your best dolphin impression. Three, two, one, go. Hi, everybody. I'm a dolphin. <laughs> okay, Joey. No, it, sounds a, it sounds a lot like Kathy <laughs> <Kathy> Gifford. <laughs> My high school humanities teacher. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Hey, the I'm Sultan. Still, yeah. No, that's, that's a, he's not here now. <laughs> that sounds more like a dolphin than your first attempt. That's true. There you go. <laughs> it's a good you one. Don't the clicks. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I'm going to have nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> all right so king triton rises out of the sea at the climax of the song everyone's so excited to be together precious melody is mm. the name of the daughter melody mm-hmm. precious which ironically none of these songs have oh and by the way since i'm getting into n- nerdy sound stuff because this this movie unlocked that level of pettiness for me mm-hmm. rather than having a full choir of people. They just got like eight people to sing and then put in this really cheap delay effect that maybe I'll do right now in the editing, but maybe okay. I won't. We'll see. Oh, that sounded really interesting. Oh, wow. If, uh, I, if I did it now, I don't want so, to anymore. Okay. Uh, we'll do it because we didn't tell you to out of spite. Yes. Okay. All of me that are speaking right now will have done it. Whoa. Cool. Yeah. Wow. Uh, anyway, so King Triton says, Precious Melody, I am giving you this locket so you remember part of your heart will always belong to the sea. Uh, the locket, when opened, creates a sort of like snow globe, like like the Santa Claus. Remember the Santa Claus? And he gave his kid a snow globe and there's like a live scene that happens. So instead of mm-hmm. Santa's sleigh flying over the, the, the his house, it's, you know, the castle and little mer people swimming around. So that's what happens when you open the locket. It's a ball and shows you this live scene. Okay. With tiny mermaids imprisoned inside of it. That's correct. And Happy. Happy <laughs> out. So just then. Point- at this point in my notes, which are totally not notes, it's just thoughts that I'm having. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I, I think I did this for myself to when I'm looking back and I'm angry, which mm-hmm. it's just so many warning signs. That <laughs> so so many warning signs. <laughs> yeah. Um, so immediately, as just as sudden as you can possibly imagine, from here's the locket to a green octopus-like tentacle that reaches out of the sea and grabs Melody, pulls her down, and in the worst exposition writing to date in these movies, Sebastian immediately says, It's Ursula's crazy sister! That's so uninspired. It's just not enough. No suspense. It's just immediately green tentacles. It's Ursula's sister. Um, But she's thin and like sickly, whereas like Ursula was a larger meteor. Um, octopus uh so thin sickly ursula at best her name is morgana 
And she sounds exactly like Ursula because it is the same actress playing the role. No, it is really? the same yep. actress. Oh my I God. even looked at IMDb and it credited the character as Ursula. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, that's exactly how Ursula she is. But uh, it turns out I was looking at a different movie on IMDb. It could but, have been Ursula. Maybe Ursula just lost a ton of weight. Like, what if that well, was... Ursula died at the end, Eric? Oh, right. You're right. right. Yeah. Sorry. But anyway, so there's a lot of mommy issues. And Have you ever eaten octopus? It's pretty tasty. Yeah, very, very tasty. Oh, it's yeah. delicious. Have you I tasted Ursula? So. <laughs> um, I just want to point out weird. that feels if, wrong. if anyone from the Walt Disney Company is listening, and yes. I know you are, I know mm-hmm. you are. Uh, Pat Carroll is still alive, so uh, get on it. You can make another movie. Ooh, we should do it. We should see if she's on uh, uh, cameo. <laughs> oh my god guys no, no, let's save this just i've got a little something for you at the end oh, oh god it's like uh, it's not a cameo but but uh i think you're gonna like my idea for a sequel nice oh, there is one um she calls for undertow and undertow is her shark sidekick like this giant shark thing right Right. Uh, with Melody being held hostage, Morgana slash Ursula says, if she gets the trident and then controls the sea, then she will give Melody back. Okay. Yeah. So I just, that's the thing. Oh, for a fork? Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, why is the, ter- the character called undertow? They don't have toes. And look, I realize that this is like, <laughs> This is like a weird, dangerous Jerry Seinfeld place, but this is a genuine question. Like, they don't. Ariel had to learn what a street was, right? She had to learn what feet were. How? Yep. How is the toes aren't a thing in their world? Why are they naming this character Undertow? And by the way, why does she reference? Why does New Ursula (laughs) reference cake and ice cream? This movie is stupid. Yeah. Ice cream would melt underwater. They can't have ice cream in Atlantis. Those poor, unfortunate souls. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I assume you're being ironic with your definition of uh, undertow. Same. What? I don't want to call you out, but um, what? what undertow means. Fine. You're going to watch. You're going to listen to me. Riptides are dangerous currents. Oh. Water. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this is a new segment we like to call. Um, what? Anyway, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are we calling it? I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, that's you think threat. I care? Hold on, no. Jimmy. You think I care <laughs> about answer. being accurate? This isn't some other podcast called uh, "Please Subscribe." To the podcast <laughs> yeah i just the thing is i thought you were gonna make a funny it was like undertow <laughs> and no I it was gonna... a genuine thing and i was wrong right. and uh i don't care well since you're listening to this a current of water below the surface and moving in a different direction from any surface currents is the definition of undertow which is why the character is named Undertow. This has but, been Semantics, the Vault. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, all right, all right. This is this this is the main conflict. And for those of you playing along at home, 
you know what the rest of the movie is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever you're thinking, that's what happened. No, but that's um, not even true. It be, it devolves into like 15 different movies that don't make any sense at all. And it's like, yeah. there's so much punch up in this movie that I just want to punch it in the face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, I hate this movie. Yeah. So Ariel cuts the rope. We'll get to the, the rankings later, but Ariel cuts the rope from the mast, which then knocks uh, Morgana into the sea. <laughs> Tri- oh, bless you. Triton zaps the shark, who's now upset because now he says he's an anchovy. <laughs> um, which, by the way, Triton could have done that to not Ursula. Ursula. Morgana, yeah. Like, Triton is the worst despot I've ever seen, and I've seen many. <laughs> That's right. So we call her Nusula. I whatever I don't care. Call it. To, <laughs> I'm so I'm so so mad at this movie. Villain, <laughs> uninspired villain, twenty six. Right, totally. Yeah. So in this one scene, okay, it, which by the way is shorter than how we've described so far. The scene is over in the amount of time it's taken us to describe this scene. So it's 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 Lion King, Pride Rock, floating Pride Rock. It's there's reference to Santa Claus. That's just a coincidence. But then it's also Maleficent and Sleeping Beauty. Like it's the same thing. It's just this curse on this child in a way, right? Yeah. And at this point, I do have in my notes very large, and I'm running out of paper at this point. This movie already. (laughs) Like I needed to write it down. (laughs) They have a lot of Disney does great, bittersweet, and traumatic openings, and this really is not one of them at all. Right. So so many things introduced. I think there's way more fish people than there are interfish marriages, and it's very dull and not exciting. Yeah, I, I actually timed it. This movie has a 28-minute first act, and what yeah. we're talking about here is seven minutes, and I legitimately thought I had been watching this movie for an hour. They flew <laughs> it in the first just ugh. yeah so yeah so triton sends so she leaves with this like ominous warning right she you know the baby's saved triton sends his guard off to find her she's now disappeared despite the fact that we can still hear her ominous warnings she's nowhere to be seen she's gone but we can still hear the ominous warnings right on a, on a positive note i just want to point out that ariel does some really cool like swashbuckling you know she's she like action heroine Oh, Her- yeah. Oh, and by the moment. way, Bechtel test passed. Oh, my God. I've been forgetting about that. Yeah, Did we'll I do that it. for the last? <gasps> I forgot to do it. Goofy? Oh. I, I doubt it. I uh, doubt yeah, it. I don't but think I that, do it no, for the no. other movies. I think Goofy movie. I think an extremely Goofy movie is like the it's Lecteb. It's pure yeah, Lecteb. It is Lecteb. Uh, all right. The so baby's one fine. Job. One job. <laughs> Just to well, make sure that they. If you're a girl, you didn't do it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Jesus. I'm gonna go swim into a cave and in the Arctic. Treasures. Is the cave in the Arctic because that makes total <laughs> sense? Sorry, we'll future self, for all the editing you have to do, but <laughs> this movie is really terrible. It, it makes really no works. fishing sense. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let, All right. Challenge accepted. <laughs> so we cut to shore. If Morgana is anything like Ursula, she won't rest until the, she finds the baby. So from today onward, there will be no return to the sea for any of them. And Melody will 
do not know nothing of it. So like very frozen sort of cold open where this thing happens. And then we got to tell this kid that none of this exists. My mom's not a mermaid. You don't like the sea. The sea is dangerous to try to protect her. So it's a sleeping beauty meets frozen sort of open. If that makes sense. Right. And by the way, entire kingdom, just this never happened. Tap, 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 take backsies. Yeah, but it, it, it's so borrowed. Right, Frozen 2, I'm like, did they think we just would never put these two things together? So wait, did Disney borrow its cold open for Frozen from Little Mermaid 2? <laughs> Is this movie a secret <laughs> juggernaut, but never got realized because it's straight to video? Good Maybe. Question. That would actually, that would actually, honestly, that would be smart of them to say like, okay, well, there is this one aspect that we can like, why not pull the nuts out of the turd, right? <laughs> That's no, you know what? I, I think it's 100% possible because everything people do creatively has to draw maybe from somewhere. Like, it's not like you're starting completely fresh on every project the first time. Like you've got a little bit of knowledge from the previous work that you've done. Sure. Um, yeah, but it's still I mean, total lift from Sleeping Beauty and Frozen and Lion King and, and yeah. Hans Christian Andersen and yeah, Hans. This, this 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 movie it's like this Hansi, is like Hansi baby. <laughs> hey, I'm here. I'm Hansi. Hey, <laughs> hey, how's it going? Totally. <laughs> Uh, so in the movie's defense, which again we've skipped to the end now. In the movie's defense, <laughs> Hans Christian Andersen lived in Denmark, it gets incredibly cold in the the seas up there. But anyway. You think Disney's thinking about that, though? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, okay, so so Little Mermaid says to her dad, "We, you know, you got to go away. You never see your, da- your granddaughter again. She can't know anything of this. So Triton accepts that. So sad. And I know. He's not going to see his daughter or granddaughter for the foreseeable future. He seems like he'd be a cool grandpa. Totally. He's like, he's like motorcycle grandpa, right? Oh. Yeah, but with a fish cycle. Right. But like, okay, yeah. motorcycles no, for fish. Seahorse. <laughs> fish motor- okay, how would we do that? Because this this might be a marketing thing that we're... I don't know, I'm still stuck wheel. on underwater ice cream. I haven't solved that one. <laughs> but if Triton were to be on land, he would absolutely wear a leather jacket, no shirt, and he would ride yeah. a seahorse with wheels. And probably work at like a volunteer puppy shelter. Totally. Yeah, he'd totally you know. be that that like awesome motorcycle grandpa who's like a total badass. Not but, part of a gang. But yeah, no. right. But like everyone, everyone's scared of him. But he's actually like a total teddy bear. You know? No. Yeah. Grandpa Triton. No wait, what's his name? <laughs> Triton. Triton. Grandpa T. Grandpa T. <laughs> Sweet, did you say sweet tea? <laughs> no, GT. Oh, but I like Grandpa Sweet Tea. <laughs> oh, Sweet Tea would be what his name is on the back of his jacket. Sweet Tea. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fan artists out there, you get yeah. Deviant Art. Sweet Tea on a leather jacket on a on a Harley Davidson styled seahorse. <laughs> Grandpa Sweet yeah. Tea. He's like side straddling a seahorse motorcycle with his tail kind of like awkwardly <laughs> yeah no he has legs in this scenario we've decided. oh okay really and ripped buff legs oh, yeah. the oh, seahorse yeah. is also pregnant because yeah. of the male seahorse. male <laughs> yeah with his baby <laughs> oh god tritons <laughs> all right we'll save that one for all right. Art. All right. so 
So he's accepted the fact he's not seen oh, his daughter, no. his granddaughter, but then he commands Sebastian to watch over her. Okay, very much like the first Little Mermaid, Sebastian is the wacky sidekick. Um, in a fit of despair, then Triton drops his magical locket to the bottom of the sea. Mm. We flash forward. It's an exciting day. Melody is turning 12. I Buddy, love the transition too. right after he drops the locket. It's like an exterior shot of the castle and then mm-hmm. boom, exterior shot with wall. <laughs> yeah, with wall. There, a wall has been erected to Build keep that wall. <laughs> I bet. I bet Norway paid for it. Oh my god! <laughs> By the way, uh, King Triton does have a presence on DeviantArt. So, where is rare. this movie set? Because most of it feels kind of uh, tropical, like. Caribbean, Caribbean, yeah, you got a Caribbean, Jamaican crab. If it's the place, it's Caribbean. If it's the ride, it's Caribbean. Oh, and if it's a clip that you use to keep your climbing shoes together, it's a Caribbeaner. It's a Caribbeaner. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, so it's an exciting day. Buddy Hackett is back as Scuttle. Is it actually Buddy Hackett? Uh, it is Buddy Hackett. One hack comedian. It's, it's Buddy Hackett. Um, most of the main ca- Eric is not the same. There's a comedian actor. that does Buddy Hackett's voice. I don't have a further bit there. I was Jimmy just... Fallon. Sorry, Who I'm looking at Gene Triton, Jimmy Art stuff, and it's just weird. He's an actor. He's the guy that voices Scuttle. That's Ooh. what okay. he is. All right, good enough. All right. So Sebastian is lamenting the fact that he is too old to be watching over Melody. He should be playing sea golf and drinking tuna coladas. <laughs> oh my god! Nah. Um, because I'll remind you, at the very least, the very minimum, this movie takes place twelve months, twelve years after the end of Little Mermaid. That is at a minimum twelve years. At, yeah, twelve and plus nine uh, months. Maybe yeah, unless they were getting down to some canoodling before <laughs> the marriage, which. Well, <laughs> If, if you've seen one of the versions of Little Mermaid, it does look like somebody has an erection on the altar. Oh, that's oh, the, right. The priest oh, did it. Exactly. This melody. We need a paternity test. <laughs> exactly. There's <laughs> um, uh, Maury Povich when you need him. Um, is it so? I noticed during uh, Tiny Ursula's scene in the Arctic. She, am I the only one that caught on to this? This might not actually be a thing, but it seems like there's a thing with the sequels where the villain goes into some sort of like monologue about how like mother always did this like there's yep. some weird like very yep. overt parental issue that they have it happened in lion king 2 with uh yeah. andy dick he and had mommy like, issues i i get what they're trying to do but like it's kind of revealing i mean it's probably the same writing staff right yeah probably i don't know uh, so um Sebastian finally finds Melody. She's at the bottom of the sea swimming with dolphins. So Melody can... All right. So Melody knows that it's expressly forbidden to go beyond the seawall, but she can't help it. And she loves the sea. And she can understand... She can understand the sea creatures. Like, she can speak to these animals. She's collecting sea items, like her mother used to collect land items. And she randomly comes across her locket from when she was a baby. How can she hold her breath for this long or withstand the pressures of the ocean? She's a professional free diver. I get maybe it's in her. Maybe that's the recessive part that she can talk to animals and 
hold her breath for a long time. But then that's that's kind of the climax of the movie is that she's about to drown because she's not a mermaid. Jimmy, spoilers. Sorry. Um, <laughs> actually, I do have an answer for that. I thought okay. it through, and I think I think I have a really good answer for that. It's because the movie needs her to. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Have yeah, you mm-hmm. ever watched on the YouTube's? Have you ever watched uh, Pitch Meeting? No. no. So it was originally called Super Easy, Barely an Inconvenience, and it's this this guy who writes pitches for all these movies that are actually movies, and he's like, "This is the pitch meeting of what this movie's about." There's King Triton so, in the background, by the way. So um, it's very funny. Look at pitch meetings, find your favorite film, and it just kind of calls out all the nonsense. And, and a lot of times, like, why is that happening? Because the movie needs it to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I have a, I have a realization that I have kind of later in this, but it, it applies through the entire movie. I think this movie is only tolerable if you watch it as like a uh, – like a, a stand-in or a warning or a, or a, a analogy or whatever. I can't think of the right word. Cautionary tale? Cautionary yeah. tale. Thank you. Cautionary yeah. murder tale? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's, this is a movie about what abstinence-only sex education does to people. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, so, uh, all right. So then we cut to New Ursula. New Ursula. Who's attempting to grow her shark bodyguard back to his original size? Now, remember, She's been twelve years on ago, this for twelve years. That's what Why I'm saying. Is this higher? And like, hey, listen, guy, I gotta let you go. Like that yeah, would probably yeah. work out so much better. Like, how many? She's running out of resources. She's yeah. not. A, or is this the first time she's woman. tried it? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, <clears throat> she's definitely worse than her sister. Um, <laughs> So this is either her first attempt or it's taken her 12 years. She still can't do it. Um, her attempts to regrow him are failures. And he says, I bet Ursula could have done it. Oh, don't go there, buddy. This is a really mad. toxic friendship. Totally. Um, so stop criticizing me. That's all my mother did, she says. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it was also Ursula this and Ursula that. Morgana, can't, why can't you be more like Ursula, her mom would say. And then we cut to an image of Melody looking at the locket. Now, Morgana strikes the plan when she figures out the magic of the locket. So Morgana's watching uh, Melody mm-hmm. with the locket in her little magic mirror what ball, right? Right. MacGuffin 1 is is yes. doing its job for the story. Exactly. So we see her in the locket. Morgana just strikes the plan when she figures out. When she figures out, this is Morgana talking about Melody. When she figures out the magic of the locket, she will have lots of questions and Morgana will be there with all the answers. Mm -hmm. And then she will dominate the sea somehow. And in an opposite of the first movie moment, Melody wonders what her mother has against the ocean. (gasps) How could someone dislike something so wonderful? (sighs) Which is when she would have broken out into part of your world. Yeah. But instead, I want to be where the fishies are. Exactly. I want to see, want to see them swimming, <laughs> swimming around in that, what's that called again? Oh, undertow. Oh, yes. <laughs> I don't know what this has to do with feet, but anyway. What's um, the underwater vent and what's the word? <laughs> How does it vent? <laughs> Uh, Mariana's trench. <laughs> um, 
Is it Sea Star? Sea Brinesicles. Step in your feet. You don't get very far. <laughs> Fins, I imagine, would be more useful. Gills, uh, filter oxygen straight out of the water. <laughs> What's the word? Gills. <laughs> now that would be a great time to layer in that that multi voice thing, Dan. You know we can oh, give all of us our own little choir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Let's so see here's we'll some see. actual this is actual dialogue that Melody says. Don't Sometimes, threaten me like that. You have to do it in her voice. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna do dialogue. I'm doing it. Sometimes I even pretend I have fins. My She's mother will never understand. Oh, that's just me. My mother will never understand. I can no. This is it. I can talk to crabs, but not to her. <laughs> uh, so, Melody. I mean, she remembers that there's a party, and she's not there. She's in the ocean, so she sneaks back into the castle. And on the grounds, Ariel is looking for Melody, and she really misses the sea guys and her dad. Mm. She gave so, up so much. She sure did. She yeah, for a dude, by the everything. way. Everything. For a dude. This. Drop right? it. Get out I'm of there. I'm just saying. It's been 12 years of marriage. They're probably tired of each other. But he's so charming. <laughs> yeah. And he's got such a rich personality. <laughs> he's got so He rich. kind of sings in this movie a little bit. A little bit. He's a good investment. Sure. <laughs> uh so so she finds Melody in her bedroom. Melody's distraught and wants to talk. So just as she is about to confess her true desires to be in the sea, Eric interrupts. Doofy dad alert. <laughs> yeah. Dad. So, here's the thing. Um, th- so Melody's totally misunderstood. She can talk to animals and fish and th- all the teenagers around her all think she's weird, um, which doesn't really get to be explored very much. But this is when we pass the Bechdel test because two female characters are talking and it's not about a man. Correct. Hmm. Ding, ding, ding. Winner, yep. winner, 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 winner. <laughs> Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> so uh, I don't, here's what I don't understand. This family is royalty, right? I mean, unless yeah, like his first name is Prince and his last name is Eric, which I don't think it is. Like, so why are these kids she wore around to- very beret around <laughs> in the second hand store? <laughs> I just like Prince. Prince is good. good like, I don't understand why these kids are being so like like Eric, Eric could just put them in jail, right? I mean, this is royalty. This isn't like <sighs> Well, we don't know if the other kids are also royalty. They may be Maybe Eric has a brother and these are their kids and we don't know. They're all in a palace. What do any of us know about royalty? In a Disney movie, though, you don't marry to like... The whole idea is that you become like king and queen or, or, or in Disney movie, it's like you're still prince and princess, but like we never meet the, the actual like king and queen, right? No, it's like... We do not. 
<sighs> I think the king does have a cameo at the end because there's an older guy in a big robe. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so okay. We don't I need mean, him, but we see a guy in a royal looking okay. robe at the end. Oh, still, anyway, still so yes, I'm with you. So we cut to the preteen ball, which is Melody's birthday party. Melody, who's awkward and misunderstood, gets an invitation to dance by blonde teenage Eric. Uh, also known as Beast from before he totally. became the Beast. Or oh, after. wow. What if they were in the same universe? Ooh, it's just like the tangle, the tangle during the Frozen universe. Oh, mm. yeah. And they, the rumor is that the the ship that sinks at the bottom of the ocean in Frozen <laughs> that is on an Elsa's uh, is actually Eric's parents' ship. I don't know. Anyway, there's all kinds of. As they dance, her partner puts his hand on the small of her back, where Sebastian had been inadvertently tied up in a bow as Melody had been hastily yeah. getting ready. Mm-hmm. Now, by the way, Sebastian's been watching this girl for 12 years. Ariel has not seen him, does not know he's there. As yeah. they so, so Sebastian then bites the mini prince's hand, and he falls into a punch bowl. While Sebastian then flies high up into the air and lands in the five foot tall cake prepared by the chef, you know, the Le Poisson chef, same guy. Hi, James. And this, this little six ounce little crab falls into a five foot cake, and the impact of this tiny, uh, this tiny creature explodes the cake. <laughs> and, He's and either stem. very, very dense or yeah. he was traveling much faster than. He was perhaps terminal velocity. Uh So anyway, um, the so instead of being concerned about her dance partner, she's concerned about little Sebastian, which takes other kids. Sebastian, yeah, like the horse from Parks and Rec. (laughs) That would have made more sense with the cake explosion. Yeah. Anyway, so this makes the other kids' musings about how weird Melody is because she talks to sea creatures is confirmed, right? She's crazy. She's not worried about the little boy. She's worried about the sea creature. And then the chef recognizes Sebastian and says, you. And Sebastian looks at him and says, you. So a minimum of 13 years prior to this, the chef had a fit with this random crab and recognizes that very crab all these years later. Tell me you wouldn't forget. Wait a minute. Tell me you. Tell me. Stop. Hold on. If you were a chef and you fought a crab, you'd never forget it. <laughs> I guess, but okay. Maybe if I fought a Jamaican crab, I would probably remember. You'd be like, that was a weird ass crab. You're never going <laughs> to believe this. Fellow Why does that crab sound like this? Uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's funny. So um, there's crab hijinks uh, and uh, there's chaos. Yeah, so the kids all laugh. Melody's mortified. She runs off to her bedroom. All right, and that's when Eric should have the children jailed and or executed for being assholes. And the crab is very clear to everyone. It is a big commotion, and yet Ariel does not see it. Yeah. These characters are too dumb to be allowed to have a movie. Yeah. Maybe she was, like, drunk or on a lot of... could be. She was... She's a mom. She's probably really tired. Well, let's yeah. play, let's play this through because cool motorcycle grandpa, like totally, usually ha- has kids that like, like kind of don't respond in a responsible way to 
cool motorcycle grandpa being cool motorcycle dad. So maybe she's just a total day drunk. Yeah. Ooh, could be. This is <laughs> evening, but uh, anyway, so we well, cut to Melody's bedroom. to forget the pain of missing the ocean. Of missing the right. ocean. I gave up my fins for you. I sang a song about it. I can't I see my family. Learn. Doesn't she have like eight sisters too? Like she can't yes. see her. That's so sad. Yeah. I had yep. to kill my sisters and give my father's love. And I, and I had to learn what all of Cutlery was named. And <laughs> I stopped texting Flounder like you asked me to do. And then what? <laughs> and what did I get? Uh, <laughs> All right. Yeah. Darling. So, there it is. What? So I'm, not, I'm not tired. I'm not, I, I, what? I, I, I care about your dick. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> she is a sea creature. Perhaps her tolerance is really low. Um, it's like high altitude (laughs) so she comes in so all right melody's in her room now ariel comes in and apologizes to melody for one sorry (laughs) you smell like alcohol alcohol. i just have I love you. I just want to Mom, just stop. Me. I don't want to hug right now. You look just like mommy. I'm, I'm running away. <laughs> Eric! <laughs> you know what that bitch did? <laughs> Sweetheart, honey, stop. Just get away from me. <laughs> no, listen to me. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you made me do this. Okay, oh, I love you. <laughs> Jesus. What's wrong with this? Yeah, no wonder. No wonder certain people don't want people to listen to this podcast. All right, so here's the thing. I'm going to substantiate and totally justify your musings because Ariel comes in. Her daughter's sitting on the bed with this locket around her neck. The crab had just caused a ruckus. Ariel comes in and apologizes to Melody for I don't know why. And she mm-hmm. did not recognize Sebastian. What, like, what? And Melody says she's, well, she's the not prince. A chef. Well, sure, that's a good point. It could be any crab. <laughs> yeah. And Melody says she's the princess of disaster while she's holding the locket that yep. Ariel doesn't see or recognize, opens the locket. It comes to life. Why do I recognize this song? Ariel demands. Melody does not ever go into the sea. Absence you, only education, everybody. Right. You don't understand me, mom. You've never been in the sea. Melody runs off. Eric comes in, not having witnessed any of this exchange, and says, You knew this day would come. <laughs> <sighs> so at this point, Ariel decides she's old enough to know the truth. And then we go from realization of mermaids existing to Ariel forbidding Melody from the sea to a total acceptance of telling her daughter the truth in 58 seconds of film. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, yeah, oh, it's, it's terrible. True. So uh, Melody then gets a boat and heads off to sea to find the truth. I like how adventurous she is. You know, she, yeah, she, for sure. she goes and does her thing on her own. Like at 12, I, uh, no, not me. I'm living through Melody right now. She's like, yes, she's going on her own way. I think Melody I, is a strong character. I think she does a good job. It's a 
decent character. It's her movie. Well, she, yeah, she's an okay character in a terrible movie. In that last scene, though, did either of you also kind of want Melody to say, I'm a monster? <laughs> well, she, she did say she is a princess of disaster. Right, right. So I kind of got it, but I really, really wanted just a full on I'm like a monster. I'm a monster. <laughs> <laughs> she basically did. Yeah. You know, okay. monster, man, you're pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> you don't want another one. Uh, I don't want to be that character again. I don't like <laughs> I know. I, I wouldn't do that so much. <laughs> Uh, so now we cut to Morgana, whose plan is now being realized. Sebastian tells Ariel that Melody has gone to the sea. Also, hi, I haven't seen you in yeah. 12 years. Yeah. I'm still alive. <laughs> You're still alive. What's this? Why are you talking to me, a random crowd person? <laughs> Ariel, Melody is gone. What? How do you know my name? Shut it's up. me, Ariel. Uh, that's a terrible accent. I'm giving up on that. <laughs> Oh, no, no. Oh, God. That was good. Who did that? Was that, that you, Jimmy? Yeah. Okay. I got, I, like I said, I can do one line of many, many characters. Cut back to, oh, God. So Melody is being told that Morgana can give her all the answers, then is pulled along by some evil manta rays to Morgana's lair. And we're going to, cool. we're going to know the names of them in just a minute. Mm-hmm. So, Morgana warmly recognizes or welcomes Melody and and she offers her food like hush guppies. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, These are fish. There's a lot of that. And I didn't write it all down, but there's a lot of, you know, like sea road, like let's go on the sea highway. (laughs) Maybe this takes place in, okay, here we go. Maybe this takes place in current times. Mm -hmm. Eric is part of this weird, like off the grid family who like, like some weird, like Dutch version of, well, I guess Amish are Dutch, aren't they? Danish, Danish, whatever. So I already got a lot wrong, but just go with me. I think maybe under, yeah, (laughs) exactly. Um, So maybe like they all have access to TV and popular culture. And this is actually happening like modern day, but Eric's family, who's the only connection we have to the real world has like this weird cult in a castle on an Island somewhere. And their entire kingdom is actually this weird, like inbred cult place. And they're like, yeah, we worship fish people. And then it, and then the movie happens. Yeah, it's just be. terrible. Then that would be true of every Disney movie because, I mean, Timon and Pumbaa are singing modern songs. Who knows? Anyway. Uh, all right. So Morgana reveals that she's actually meant to be a mermaid and that Morgana can use Ursula's magic to turn her into a mermaid. One yep. little tiny drop of Ursula's magic and she turns Melody into a mermaid. Which, by Melody, the way, Ursula's magic is in a bottle with a picture a of Ursula on it. That's correct. And she won't use that to make her fish, her mini shark, big again. Uh, and he's mad about that. So the whole movie, by the way, his entire character arc is getting back to being big. Yes, um, which set him up for a really cool twist at the end. But I think sure. they just overlooked it. Yeah. So anyway, Melody is clearly thrilled. 
we then cut to Ariel talking to her dad. Somehow they got reconnected 13 years later. Hey, They're, dad. Long hey. time no see. Yeah. Daddy, I, mean, how did he call I love you. <laughs> how did he, how did, like, do they have some kind of like C phone? Why not? I mean, it's honestly, like, sure. Phone. Yeah. <laughs> the coconut phone and it's like got a wire. Um. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so you know what? Uh, maybe the professor from Gilligan's Island is just totally. part of this cult. I mean, like honestly, who cares? I, I, I don't mean to. I'm not. I'm not saying to who cares to like your question. I'm just saying who cares to like this entire thing. It's just like <laughs> they just because they needed to. I don't know. She sent an email. Why not? She sent an email no. from Dan? Ariel six four nine dot dash seventeen at. AOL.go.disney.com.go again.geocities.com. It's a C mail, by the way. Oh, God. Uh, yep. Yep. <laughs> what has this movie done to you? <laughs> <laughs> so they worried about Melody. So, so dad turns her back into a mermaid, hashtag branding, uh, seashells, and all, right? Well, and uh, he, at some point he says that, that he has a bunch of people on patrol for her. Which, by the way, why didn't he have people on patrol around the castle to begin with? Exactly. Like, we knew and then, this threat existed. Yeah, and then something else happens. He's like, double it. Like, what? Yeah. what? <laughs> yeah. And then and then he says the weirdest line in a movie that I've seen in a while, I've heard in a while, which is, I'm going to go join them myself. Which is basically a way for a character to say, so I'm not going to be on screen for a while, and this is why. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then we cut back to Melody, who's, sing- who's discovering her new world, and she uh-huh. sings, Here I Am, the opposite of part of your world. Is somehow it's a duet where Melody oh. is discovering her new world and Ariel is lamenting that she should have shared the truth sooner? Yeah, yes, and she's she not a good have. detective. No, but she, she does just, find her little cave. She immediately right. goes to her little cave of wonders. Right, she just goes back to the places that she never told her daughter about. <laughs> exactly. It's Isn't like if someone another metaphor for like like <laughs> masturbation. Oh, oh certainly. I mean, Proceed. I don't know if it's actually a metaphor, but it is very masturbatory. It ties into the whole safe sex um, uh, uh, dramatic. The What's the word I'm, I'm looking for? I have the same problem. I understand. Just the thing. It's, it's the thing. The art. The, the, the story, the, I, the dramatic irony. Hold on. Let me just throw out a few more words. Um, okay. Crisis. Uh-huh. Christmas. Mm. Jumper. Um, no. God, what Driver's is the fucking word? Pyrotechnic. Uh, uh, central conceit. That's what it uh, is. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> we have the word. <laughs> um, but yeah, this duet sucks. Yes, it does. It's not yes. even a whole song. There's no They like... both sound terrible together. Yes. There's yeah. no, it's awful. And Ariel yep. going back to all of her old favorite places that she, again, never tells her daughter about yep. is like, basically, if someone in San Diego said to me, help, my daughter's missing. And I would be like, all right, well, I'm going to go check out the McDonald's Playland at uh, in Upland, California, because like, that's where I used to be. I yeah. have to go to In-N-Out just real quick. I have yeah. to make a stop there. And then I'll, I'm going to go 
I'm going to go get a coffee from my favorite coffee shop. And I hope they're still there. They've been, you know, I used to go like every weekend. They do this cool pop-up thing where the, like they have a local chef who comes in and he makes like a, a set menu until they sell out. But I have to go. And then right. time <laughs> is probably of the go essence. get my Right. But just the hands because, you know, you can't paint fins. Water yeah, time, and paint time, don't work together. Time is of the essence, so uh, I'm going to go to Rhino Records and see if they have a new bootleg of an obscure David Bowie concert. Yes. I should probably that. vacuum this Cave of Wonders. It's kind of dusty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't uh, remember this. This snar- Snarblaff is... <laughs> uh, okay. All right. All right. All right. Here we go. Now... This is where the plan gets revealed because so so Morgana, first of all, Melody's thrilled. She goes back, hugs Morgana. Thank you so much. Oh, I love being a mermaid. And Morgana's like, oh, I'm so sad. I knew this would happen. I knew you would love being a mermaid, but I don't have enough potion to make the spell permanent. Mm-hmm. So I, if I had my magic trident that this evil merking stole from me, I could make it more permanent. Bitch. Mm-hmm. So then she sends Melody off to steal it back from Atlantica, the with place a where, with a map, a stone map. Well, I think it's an ice map. And on it Ooh. is an iceberg representing the uh, Fortress of Solitude that not Ursula lives in now. Yeah. A castle, a squiggly line, and a drawing of a whale. <laughs> I didn't know you speak whale. <laughs> Uh, all right. So if she gets the Trident to Morgana, then she can make the spell last forever or even longer if she wants. That doesn't make mm-hmm. any sense. And it's an immortal mermaid? Mer-vampire. Uh, so Atlantica, by the way, that's what Mer-vampire. it's called. Did we know? Hang on. Sorry, wait, what do we... Wait, I didn't know... Yeah, Atlantica, but I'm... Mer-vampire. That's a cool idea. It's better than yeah. <laughs> Here's another one, guys. Uh, uh, Melody says, Atlantica, it's not just an old fish tale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of that in this movie. Uh, Melody is off to find Atlantica. We're over two thirds of the way done with this film, and we introduce brand new wacky sidekicks. Yeah, Wee! it becomes a whole other movie for 10 minutes. Sure does. You're right. So right. So weird. She's riding on the back of a whale as she tries to discern uh, what to do and where to go. The whale needs to sneeze. And as it does, Melody is thrown off of the whale's back from a jet of water coming out of its blowhole. Melody lands on a tuft of ice and the map shutters, shatters. tuft of ice? Yeah, it's like a little, little, like a half pipe of ice. I'm surprised yeah. Max wasn't on there shredding it. <laughs> Tough. There's not Ew. a lot of murder vampire stuff, but I wouldn't look it up. Oh, you, are you guys? <laughs> sorry, am I boring you? <laughs> Tough. No, you're not. Just specifically. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So then Dan sends a screenshot earlier of all these penguins <laughs> hanging off of a cliff, and he's like, yep. "What are you doing, riot. Disney?" I'm like. I'm like that can't be from this movie. What are you talking about? Yeah. It's Penguins from this movie. Are a riot? Yes, they are. But why? The, the, the but Penguin why? TV show that they thought about doing, but realizing that DreamWorks probably had already taken that idea, 
would have been great. And I'm sad that they put it in this movie. Bring back the penguin craze in movies. Because that was fun. Mary you know, Poppins started it. Happy Feet and mm. March of the Penguins and the Surf's Up movie with Elijah Wood as a surfing penguin. And um, penguin Madagascar with the penguin, you know, Rico, Charlie, and what's his face? <laughs> penguins yeah. are so cute and fun. But why are they in this Usually. movie? Yeah, yeah. We, because they're in the Arctic all of a sudden. So yeah. just, just then we hear the calls of a mother penguin who's calling for help as her baby is caught on a floating iceberg with a shark circling. We are then introduced to the Timon and Pumbaa of this movie, but Tip wet. and Dash. Tip, <laughs> Tip is a small penguin. Dash is a large walrus. It is clear the penguins don't want to help, want their help because they are clearly very clumsy. But Tip and Dash to the rescue anyway. The movie then takes a hard left uh, farcical turn and they all somehow escape. Tip and Dash are uh, shamed away where they then come across Melody. Well, and I think also it got lost in us talking over you that they do the cliff thing again. They do. Yeah. They do the cliff thing again, which they've done in many, many of the previous where they just make a chain with bodies to try to reach a thing. Yeah. Uh, And they fail. Someone in who produces this movie thinks that that bit is fantastic. Sure. Like it's, it's happened enough times that it's probably the work of a single person. Mm-hmm. That's like, do the cliff thing again. You know, they <laughs> love the cliff thing. They love the cliff thing. It's been shown market research. They love the cliff thing. Kids love it. Yep. Uh, Ted, you love it and <laughs> you're writing the paycheck. So we'll put it in, but like yep. it's been in every single one. Put it in. Just put it in. You know, it's Michael Eisner, by the way. Okay, go just, chop on him. I really did Cigar. enjoy watching the penguins' expressions and animations. Yes. Most of the movie doesn't have enough in betweens, I think. Like they just don't spend a lot of time making the animation look good. But this mm-hmm. dang penguin was so freaking cute and fun. You talking about Tip? Tip, my boy, yeah. my little penguin man. Yeah. So <laughs> Tip and Dash offer to show Melody the way to Atlantica. As they go, they sing uh, Titanic Tip and Daring Dash, which, which is, is their incredibly ex- earwormy. Is it? Yeah. Mm. Titanic Tip and Daring Dash Adventurers slash Explorers. Uh, Titanic yeah. Tip and Daring Dash Adventurers slash Explorers. Like, well, just, there you go. It's stuck. At this point, and I, I'm not joking at all, I'm just watching the time code go by. Like, <laughs> because I got to a point where every time I thought for sure, because I was expecting, I had to do something. Oh, I was getting ready. I was going to get ready for game night. And I was going to start at a certain time and I had to do, you know, some things before. And so this entire time, I'm positive that like, I'm, oh no, I'm, I'm running out of time. And I look at the thing and it's like, no, three minutes have passed. I'm like, there's oh. no way that only three minutes have happened. So at, at, at some point, I was watching the time code about as much as I was watching the movie, if not more. Just waiting for I, it to be done. I yeah. gave up on note taking. I was just kind of, I was, <laughs> I was just watching it. Like I really wasn't engaged in it. It, yeah, yeah, totally. Me too. Like I have half the notes I normally do on these movies, which is but why this- I'm letting you play the beat that the married couple who beats each other <laughs> this song Which though, i didn't introduce by the way <laughs> this song immediately i realized i had seen this movie before uh back at my friend christine's house in probably high school middle school 
like we used to watch a lot of Disney movies at our house in our basement. And I, I was taken back like, oh, this song I've heard before. I remember it being memorable. And then the rest of the movie, I don't remember at all. Like just <laughs> this one song, the, literally the line that I sang minutes ago. That's the only thing I remembered from this there damn movie. Uh, and it wasn't in the preview, so that must have been No. It. Um, so Morgana is watching all of this as they sing their exposition song uh, that Audrey earwormed. Um, exactly. So she's watching this whole thing, and she sends her manta rays named Cloak and Dagger. Yuck, 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 yuck. Uh, to make sure that no one interferes with this plan. Let me tell you the entire arc of Cloak and Dagger. They fly over Atlantica. And lead Ariel back to the Ice Palace. That is what happens. And you can get your picture taken with them at California Adventure. Really? No. No, I'm just... <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> Sorry. Wow. All right. I've mentioned I'm pretty gullible, right? Hey, I bought it too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. So I think we're almost done with this movie. Cut to Ariel and her dad. She's reuni- reunited with Flounder who shows up at the end. There's a little mistaken identity thing where Ariel sees a mini version of Flounder, like the size it was when she was little. Uh, but that was actually Flounder's kid. And Flounder's clearly in like an unhappy relationship. Yeah. Well, mom's nowhere to be found. Yeah. Hey, Ariel. Uh, so hi, Ariel. My hi. nose is plugged all the time. I remember when we did a... Oh. We went to that party and it was so fun. And we talked and we kissed in the bathroom. Uh, okay, so she reunites with Flounder, who agrees to help find Melody. Now, the whole kingdom is looking for Melody, right? The two of them sober up together and. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they go to a Denny's. <laughs> Underwater Denny's. Get a, a couple coffees in them and some loaded hash browns. <laughs> yep. Then they're off to find Melody. Now, again, I'll remind you, the entire kingdom is looking for Melody. So she, Melody, casually floats through the palace uh-huh. and randomly bumps into a blonde merboy. Mm-hmm. She is totally smitten with him. He looks exactly uh, like the other blonde exactly. kid, but with, this one with fish face. bottom. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Dash intervene and remind Melody of her mission. Focus. Focus. Uh, they make their way to Triton's throne room. She sees Triton, who is sad about something. Yeah, he's just like uh, hanging out. He's hanging out in his, in his throne room. Like, I really hope something comes of this investigation that I supposedly know. said I was going to help with. People yeah. got to take a break here and there. So if I had a throne room, I probably wouldn't use it a whole lot. I think mm-hmm. I'd feel more cozy in a nice armchair in like a, in a, in a, in a reading nook. Yeah. Like who's going to, so, who's going to hang out in a throne room unless it was a really comfortable chair. And it's a big chair. Yeah. Triton, the scene with Triton hanging out in his throne room would actually make more sense. And I'm not joking, but I, Kind of him, but I'm not. It would actually make more sense if we heard like car talk in the background, like on the radio. Oh, like he's just God. like, 
this is yeah. this is how I unwind. You know. Oh yeah. Well, he is a he's a a, a rotor road roadie. Right. He's cool motorcycle grandpa. So he yeah. would listen to car talk. Uh, he loves the hogs. <laughs> um. Anyway, so there's a whole comedy of errors thing here where so. Melody's watching him. He looks sad. He doesn't look like a thief. He doesn't look like a bad guy. And then somebody calls for him and then he gets all mad and pounds the table. So he's being a big D. And so then he leaves the throne room. Melody, again, entire palace looking for her, goes into the throne room, takes the trident. uh, And but then she drops her uh, little little necklace that has her name on it. Yeah, how um, did that happen? Did it like snag on something or she just well, couldn't it's hold a rule two things this, at once? It's a rule in this movie that when you grab MacGuffin 2, you have to trade it for a MacGuffin 1. Oh, That's right. yeah, that makes yeah. perfect sense. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's like so, of Zelda, you know, you have to trade stuff in to upgrade. Yeah. It's, so it's just all this comedy of errors. So near misses like Triton misses Melody in the throne room. Melody misses her mom as she enters. The other one exits. She So she gets to try and try, drops her locket. Triton and Ariel immediately return to the throne room to discover the Trident is missing. And Sebastian's like, hey, that Trident can only be removed by him or one of his descendants. And then they immediately find the locket to discover it was removed by Melody because her name is on the locket. That's convenient. <sighs> yes. Yeah. So and- in Legend of Zelda, you, you can hold on <laughs> to more than one MacGuffin. What are you talking about, Dan? You could you collect the Sage's medals and like... Uh, you know i'm talking about the only legend of zelda that anyone should bother playing which is the original nes version you you have to trade in your your old sword for the new sword so that you can then defeat the evil ganon who is by the way located in one of the mountains towards the very top of the uh, the map Mm. and you need a bomb to open up the entrance okay pro tip Thank you. I mean, you're welcome, kids. So it's at this point where they realize if Morgana gets a hold of this trident, then he doubles the search party. Like, what were they doing before? (laughs) So are we quadrupled at this point? How is it? uh, I don't know. Like they had a couple of guys before and now they have four. What's the term? Compounding interest, but with yes. people. <laughs> right. But I think at some point you have to face the fact that you're you're doubling or tripling or quadrupling zero. You know, they went from one guard to two guards to four guards to eight they, guards. They, 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 they went from this is such a horrible threat that we need to shut down this family's life and and communication between these two worlds we need to shut it down because it's such a threat and then eh, let's not be inconvenienced by it because we're good now let's not talk to the kid about it because you know we're hiding all these things it's going to work out fine we don't need any kind of patrol and then kind of a threat the actual thing happens and they're like oh well let's send some people because maybe she's Maybe she's like she needs her baggie of goldfish or something. Not Listen. this is the thing that we thought was going to happen. So all like red alert now. It's I just, don't want to get involved in the the governance of an underwater city. Well, I do. By the all way, right. vote for the, me. The only <laughs> snack that 
Melody ever got when she was growing up were goldfish crackers. Absolutely. Just to rub it in. Yes, yeah, it's fine. I mean, her mobile, like, her mobile was all fish creatures. Right. Why not, like, why not horsies or something? Like, if you really want to cut this off, yeah. do it well. I think <laughs> what I'm thinking about right now, and I find this kind of funny, is what if, you know how when you when you design or decorate a house, you kind of draw inspiration from the surrounding areas if you have a good eye for design? Uh-huh. What if the inside of the castle was decorated completely opposite? Like it was super <laughs> modern and like just did not fit the environment. Or like it was alpine kind of like <laughs> like a cabin. Like yeah, a log cabin. Like a log cabin. Just to just to be really hideous and disgusting on the inside. Wouldn't yeah, that be fun? If you're gonna have a castle on the water and you build a wall so you can't see the ocean, why don't you just move to the mountains? But you can't drown out the sound of the ocean. Tell me, I mean, what if she thought that there was an ocean in the mountains? What if you were skiing (laughs) and you heard waves while you were skiing? (laughs) Eric, we can't move. What What if mer people could go skiing? Good for my sinuses. You know that. Do you think that? Do you think that the Marriott's. Yeah, or like Mariana's Trench would be like a sky, like oh. a sea diving, like a skydiving, totally. but sea underwater. Yes. What if there yes. was climbing walls underwater for fish? This that that speculation drawn out for ninety minutes would be better than this movie. <laughs> uh, I'm not joking. Yeah. I love all these ideas because they're my ideas. Yes. <laughs> Honey, you have the best ideas. <laughs> All right, this movie's almost over. Thank uh, God. Not if we have anything to say about it. And we have Lonnie. Uh, all right, so we cut back to Melody, who returns to Morgana. Ariel follows Cloak and Dagger, who lead Cloak and Dagger, who lead her to Morgana's lair. Just as Melody is about to hand over the trident, Ariel swims in, and they both in unison say, "You're a mermaid." Uh, mm. Mor- Morgana gets the trident to be able to control the seven seas because Ariel lied all these years and Morgana is the one who made her dreams come true. Right. And she does this after Ariel is like an inch, less than an inch away from, she's actually, I think she even has the trident in her hands and given the stakes, you can yank that out of your 12 year old's hands. Like it's okay to do that. That's not child abuse. That's probably stronger. Yeah, she probably is. I mean, her her senses are deadened by all the <laughs> all the white claw that she's had all day. No, no, no. She had sobered up at a Denny's with flounder. Right, right. Okay. She's okay. sober okay. now. Right. It's like, it's like, or she's having severe withdrawals. That's uh, it. That's it. <laughs> she's got the shakes. She's not really thinking it through. <laughs> How awful! Ariel's really going through it right now. Like, let's give her a little bit of sympathy. Now she's she's at the lowest point possible in her relationship with her own daughter. And she's I've, going through alcohol withdrawal. I've never had a hangover like this. It's uh, I give up. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dan. No. Or Jimmy. Uh so all right. So Morgana she clearly she gets the trident. Immediately it's clear she can't be trusted um because she's about to get evil. And just then <laughs> the mini shark says Get with the program. It's still a small world down here. 
So, uh, Organa makes it very clear that Melody made a mistake. She should have trusted her mom, who is only acting out of love, and to protect her from Morgana. She Morgana could have waited then, two minutes before going two evil. Two. Just no, let the yeah, other no, people leave. Yeah, no. Immediate. Uh, Morgana then locks Melody in an ice cave just as her temporary mermaid powers are about to expire. So she is murdering this child. Yeah. Cut to Tip and Dash, who are lamenting their cowardice for running away from Melody right at the site of the shark fin. So they run away. Mm. They decide it's time to stop being cowardly worms and be heroes to save Melody. Morgana erupts from her lair with Ariel in tow when Eric, who is um, conveniently uh, with his boat, um, yep. Yep. he's sailing a ship to the lair because uh, he knows where it is. Morgana scuttle. They they asked scuttle to to get help. Oh, that's right. They did ask scuttle to help. He led them there. Morgana destroys the ship immediately. King Triton arrives. Release my daughter. A brand new Mercedes ship. (laughs) (laughs) That new car ship smell. None of the destruction she does is direct either. Like she could just blow the ship up, but instead it's like, no, I'm going to hit an iceberg iceberg, and then it's going to probably hit the boat. It's, just hit the ship. <laughs> Let me use this Triton to start a Rube Goldberg machine that'll <laughs> fall right. out an iceberg and tip yeah. over a penguin who slides down a hill and drops into right. another penguin, which starts a domino chain of penguins, which hits a bird <laughs> that flies up and cuts some string with its beak, and the yep. string and falls put a down. Candle in there. And put a oh yeah, there's a candle. <laughs> yeah, Every, what, any good Rube Goldberg machine has a candle. And right. the end, it's actually a candle gets lit, which then melts the iceberg top right. and falls. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, all Three right. So, George hours later. <laughs> Is this, what? Werner Herzog? Um, <laughs> I was going for um, the title card announcer from SpongeBob. He's kind of like yeah, a friend. Yeah. Two hours later. Which uh, that, that is actually Werner Herzog. So, it's fine. Oh. All right. Uh, so King Triton arrives. Release <laughs> my daughter and granddaughter and you'll be spared. Ursula makes her shark big again, heightening the threat. Eric the demands shark. for his oh, daughter. I wish the shark had just double crossed Morgana. Totally. That would have been more fun. Right. Yeah, you mentioned the Oswald they, plot twist earlier. Yeah, and I put together they, what that might have been. And I was like, yeah, that would have been. I mean, the movie still would have been trash, but this would have had a, an OK moment. Yeah, get yeah. rid of Titanic Tip and Daring Dash. They don't do a whole lot for the movie. They don't. And no. make they, Undertow. They accidentally, yeah. Okay, so uh, Shark's Big, uh, Cloak and Dagger. Uh, um, Eric demands for his daughter, and Ursula sends him down into the lair by Cloak and Dagger. They pull him down. Tip and Dash are confronted by Undertow, and they put up a fight. Melody is about to become human again and suffocate under the sea, just as she is about to drown, Tip, Dash, and Undertow crash through the ice wall. Tip and Dash save Melody. Ursula is monologuing and making all the creatures bow to her, like literally making everyone bow. Melody then climbs her way up to Morgana's throne. As Morgana's about to curse Triton into oblivion, Melody grabs the Triton, tosses it to her grandfather. Triton curses Morgana by freezing her. And like Superman 2 Zod frozen in space sort of scenario. 
into what I assume is the Marianas Trench. Uh, Melody- the Morganas Trench. Nice. <laughs> I just want to point out for the listener, to give you an idea about just how bad this movie is, Jimmy just referred to Morgana as Ursula. And first of all, if you know, and if you listen to these shows, you know how proud he is to be very detail oriented and not make a mistake like that. And second, we would call him out on that if it was a better movie. Yes. And the three of us just let it, it Jimmy said it and we're like, yeah, why not? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I I wrote Ursula more often than I've yeah. said it, by the way, by accident. I noticed it in some of my... Anyway, that's how Ursula this character is. Is um, same actress, same everything, just thinner. Uh, okay, so uh, Melody's reunited with her parents. Should have okay. told her, They should have told her the truth. Doesn't yes. matter if she has fins or feet. Ariel and Eric love her for who she is on the inside. And then Triton... Gives her a choice: is you can either stay with us, you can you can come with us to the sea, or you can what? stay with your parents. And they like have a standoff. Like, yeah, like and Ariel I, and Eric are like, "Come on, honey, you want to stay with?" Us? Like, they make eyes at her. Like, she has to make this choice, and it was yeah. like this, you know, a him or me kind of such a weird ultimatum. It was. It's a, this is the kind of thing that you talk to your like daughter about before you offer. Yeah. Hey, hey, should we give her the choice? Like, that's what this is all leading to? I either get to live with my grandpa, who I've never met, or live with my parents, who lied to me now? I don't even know if he is my grandpa. Like, there's not been any confirmation of this. This is some jackal motorcycle guy. I get to to live with cool motorcycle grandpa or my drunk mother and abusive so melody makes her own choice for the palace walls to be removed so they can all be together and then sebastian sings land and sea merfolk and humans play together the end lots of steel drums anyway okay all right so thank god (laughs) i know that i know that there are a lot of people who um I don't want to say lament the fact that they had never, when I, whenever able to go on superstar limo at California adventure. Oh, I love where um, you're going. Yeah. Uh, and I get it. I, I get that it's this like legendarily awful thing, but you can, you can legitimately live the feeling of what that ride was like, like mm-hmm. at its essence, just by watching this movie. No, it's, this movie the, is a YouTube ride through video version of that ride. <laughs> right. Whoa. Not even like, experiencing the ride. But I mean, like the feeling that it leaves you with, that feeling of like, I can't, that's not even, that. did that really happen? Did I just like black out for an hour and a half? Like that, that's the feeling. And yeah, we you know, know going in, it's going to be bad because like it's a, a for Superstar Limo, it's at early DCA and you already have a feel for like, I think this is going to suck. But like, same thing here. You're like, I think this is going to suck, but it's like, it's special. It is a very special kind of suck. Yeah, it, it's uh, we'll get to it. Um, was it <laughs> was it? I thought it was going to be good. I, I had really high hopes for this movie. I thought this was going to be the one that's going to take the reins not King of Thieves off its throne. 
Um, but I think it, it's closer to knocking. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think we, we need, I think we should hold off on that, but I, right. I, I don't disagree with where you might be going here. Okay. So if after this glowing review, you want to watch it, don't, I recommend <laughs> you have a beer pairing of Coors Light because it's cheap, bland, <laughs> tasteless, and predictable. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. What are we going to eat? eat? Oh, Audrey. Well, you know what you're going to have is some some of those like seaweed nori snacks that are like <laughs> packaged in little, you know, three by five inch squares. Yeah. Those dry um, sheets. Yeah. So there's not a lot of substance to them. They're like pretty, there's not a lot of flavor. They're just kind of salty, a little bit salty. And you're going to dip those into clubbed baby seal foie gras. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes yummy while listening to (laughs) so this takes some explanation as most of my things do uh there's a band or there was a band if you can call them that called the shags anyone aware of this it's gonna you don't have uh, so here's from Wikipedia. The conceptual beginning of the Shags came from Austin Wiggins' mother, who, when her son was young, had predicted doing, during a palm reading that he would marry a strawberry blonde woman, that he would have two daughters after she had died, meaning the mom probably, his mom, and that his daughters would form a popular music group. The first two predictions proved accurate, so Austin set about making this third dream come true as well. Austin withdrew his daughters from school, bought them instruments, and arranged for them to receive music and vocal lessons. The Wiccan sisters themselves never planned to become a music group, but as Dot later said, Dad was something of a disciplinarian. He was stubborn, and he could be temperamental. Uh, He directed, we obeyed, or did our best. And the group that they formed is called the Shags. And um, you can tell that they're trying to make music, but it sounds Mm -hmm. like this. This is not a joke, by the way. You're not speeding it up? Nope. Oh, the rich people want what the poor people got. And the poor people want yep. Oh my god. Yes, this is to music. Little Mermaid 2 is to movies. <laughs> yep. Why did they record this? Because Dad wanted to. He, th- he thought that they were going to be like the next Jackson 5. He pulled them out of school. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, but Audrey, a palm reader said it would happen. God, this is so awful. Right. Okay. It's like Terrible. two different songs. Audio right. and vocals are different tracks. Sorry, Audrey, what did you say? I hope they have some agency over their lives now. They do. So, and I realize that this is going to be kind of a sad share, so I wanted to do a twofer. Uh, this is what that feeling of like several things happening at once can be if it's done well. And this is Platypus by Mr. Bungle. And their whole 
thing is we're going to change like every two seconds or so. We're going to change the entire direction the song is going in. This is very at some point, bizarre. Yeah. At some point, they play the sound of a radio going through a dryer. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, it wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past them. These are actually skilled musicians doing like it sounds like this on purpose. And it can be fun. And if you make this, if you take this, but make it like a boring version, I think this is more accurate to what that movie feels like. Wow. You know, I guess Cornelius kind of does this a little bit in some songs. Yeah, this is entirely, I mean, it'd be one thing if they didn't intend for it to sound like this, but this is totally like good musicians putting together music that's supposed to sound like chaos. Why? What are they trying to say with this? What are they? What? What are they just experimenting, having fun? Well, okay. Actually, if, if you want on a, music, I can give you an actual answer to that because it's um, they were friends with. I want to say John Zorn is the composer. I could be wrong, but John Zorn, um, his whole thing was he wanted to create music that felt the way Saturday morning cartoons felt, where like every five seconds or so, a different beat would come in so the music would change to fit the feeling like uh-huh. he was just a big fan of that musical experience so that's that's, that's interesting that. yeah that's different yeah very well done it sounds yeah. like a lovely evening <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right so power rankings i will remind you in first place aladdin the king of thieves yeah followed by lion king 2 Yep. Tied for third on a little bit of a sidebar, Pooh's Grand Adventure, The Search for Christopher Robin, and Goofy 2, a very extremely goofy movie. Followed by Pocahontas 2, Journey to the New World, Bell's Magical Christmas, Return to Jafar, and in last place, Bell's Magical World. Where yes. does Little Mermaid 2, Return to the Sea, fit on this list? It's last better place. than Bell's Magical World. <laughs> Second to last place. All right. I got to make an argument here. And I think okay. It, I, so, okay. Bell's Magical. Oh. Uh, um, is <laughs> it's terrible like it is it is probably as a movie a worse movie than this but it can be explained partially its badness can partially be explained by the fact that it was uh, three episodes of what was going to be a TV show yes like zoinked together to form a movie this movie <laughs> this movie isn't that and it like it doesn't ex- it doesn't excuse the badness but at least it gives you a reason to go like okay well it's terrible in this way that i can understand this mm-hmm. is just terrible i say second to last for all the reasons but it could be a last a and a last b Hmm. I think it's okay. second to last because on it's overall a better experience than Bell's Magical World. Agreed. Agreed. I think you're both monsters. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, if I had to rate it, you know, on a bunch of different scales, like story or you know, plot, story and plot are the same thing. I don't know why I corrected yeah. myself. Mm-hmm. Undertale, Sound, whatever. Animation. Yes. Continuity. Yes. Um, colors. Uh, okay, hold on. Characters. 
voice acting. I'm reliving a little bit. Town. <laughs> I don't know. I was just getting weird with the I rating system. But yeah, no, it's better. It's still it's it's second place. Second uh, I'm trying. Okay, when you were saying those things, I'm, I was like reliving watching Bell's. Um, don't relive it. It's clearly traumatic for you. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> So, okay, I'm doing that thing that we do on uh, Scraping the Vault. Sorry, on the other show. (laughs) Where we keep Jimmy from getting to things that he has to do later. Yeah, the other show show about that. Um, And I know sometimes when we can't make a decision, it's, okay, you have one right next to the other. Which one do you go to? Mm, Yeah, totally. (sighs) I think this movie, I think Little Mermaid 2, even though it's, it's so bad. Yeah. Don't. Don't don't watch this movie. I, <laughs> Titanic tip and daring dash adventures. This this movie should have Titanic it being a movie like revoked. Explorers. Titanic tip and daring dash adventures. Slash explorers. We invite you to listen to our other shows on our podcast network. Uh, Dan has referenced two of them so far, Scraping the Vault, which you just listened to, and The Supreme Resort. There's also Banter, Beskar, and Bantha Milk, and I think that's it. <laughs> so if a sequel existed for this movie, oh, it would right. be like the Darjeeling Limited with Ursula and Morgana trying to like find themselves mm-hmm. as adults and then eventually coming into this scene with their mother and being completely just like... It's a prequel. Yeah, or it's an in-betweener, whatever. Oh, yeah, I guess it would be a prequel. But you know how, you know that crazy scene at the end of Darjeeling Limited, spoiler alert, where they finally meet up with their mom and it's kind of like not, it's an anti-climax. That's how the movie would end with Morgana. I don't don't watch good movies. I don't know. Yeah. It's a great Um, movie. I recommend it. um, I think, well, we don't know how big the Ursula family is. No, we don't. What's their so, last name, by the way? Ursula. Um, uh, Tenta, Tenta, Urs- Ursula and Morgana. You know what? I, what if it was just like uh, Franklin or, or <laughs> Ursula Franklin and Jones? <laughs> Ursula What's the scientific Jones? name for octopus? Uh, 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 sea spider. Um, but. We don't know how big the family is. So I through most of this movie, I just wanted Morgana to win and kill everybody. So that's the sequel. That's that that's the sequel to me is whatever the next Ursula is, still voiced by Pat Carroll, like (laughs) now. <laughs> and and I don't know what that means. I don't know. I, I imagine she is of an advanced age and probably likely sounds like it. You know what? I want her to sound like it, and I want Mom, Mama Ursula to come. Yep. And just like in Lion King two, have it be like, well, you know, you can't have your dumb kids do it, so you're going to do it yourself. And then she just wins, and that's give it. Me, just give me a villain song because that's all I want. Yeah, guys. Guys, you may get your choice because oh no, the Little Mermaid Ariel's beginning 
is a straight-to-video Disney prequel. <gasps> The 1989 uh, animated film, The Little. Is that what we're sure? Is that what we're watching next? No, that's so that's a ways down the list. Our oh. next film is Drumroll. <laughs> <laughs> it is Lady and the Tramp Two: Scamps Adventure. Oh, scamp. And is that on Disney Plus? <laughs> We're in the process of finding out. <laughs> our assistants are looking into it. While our, our, our office team looks oh, into it. Oh, by the way, it. we watched the, uh, the live action Lady in the Tramp yesterday. Oh, God. Not, not good. What? Yeah. Why? But the Valkyrie <sighs> voices it. Lady in the Tramp 2 Scamp's Adventure is on Disney Plus. Cool. Um. And while you're talking about things uh, promoting them, I want to throw out there that the Supreme Resort group is on Facebook. And I understand that you might hear that and think, there's no way in hell I'm going to engage in another fucking Disney group on Facebook because they are all becoming a safe haven for racists and absolute weirdos. We are a good group. We're friendly. We're fun. We have game nights. We, I'm, I'm very proud of where the group has come. It's still a a small group. We want people to come interact, make friends, talk to people. It's, there's, it's becoming a little bit like a a family for some people and welcome, come join us. And if it ever starts to become like one of those awful Disney groups, I will will fix it. Yeah, we'll delete those people. And yeah, it's a very safe space. I mean, hell, we're planning, we're helping to plan trips to Disney World with some of our Facebook group. Uh, we know Disneyland and Disney World like the back of our hands, as you know. So it's, I don't know, it's a good place. It's it's enjoyable. It's getting more and more activity. People are, uh, and because of the game nights, like there are people who have become friends right. through game night. Like people who live in the same city. They have become on Patreon, but not they quite still- that close. Right. Not quite that close. <laughs> um also, I'd like to mention our official travel partner, that is Concierge. Concierge is a Disney vacation planning company who will plan your entire Disney vacation at the parks worry-free. Just call them. They will take care of it all for you. And in fact, when our listener on the Facebook group asked what they should do, how long they should go to Disney World, we gave them our answer and then said, call Concierge. <laughs> right. And they got like five very good answers that were not contradictory either. That all said... Also, call concierge. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it, it's a great resource. It doesn't cost you any additional money, and they will answer all your questions. Disney World's a complicated place uh, if you've never been. Now, by the way, is not the best time to go if you have never been. You can read more about that on our <laughs> Facebook group on my blog titled A Taste of Walt Disney World, My COVID-19 Pandemic Experience. It is really interesting. If you've been to those parks, it's mostly pictures. Go take a look at it. Um, it's, it's very interesting also on our Facebook group. So you need to be a member. Uh, Also be cool. Go to our, I don't know. (laughs) Stay in school and go to our group. Don't take kids out of school in order to let them be musicians. <laughs> uh, also, Spectro underscore radio at uh, both Instagram and Twitter. Listen to SpectroRadio.us. Game nights. You can contact us. Jimmy at EarsUp-Podcast.com. Dan at EarsUp-Podcast.com. Audrey at... Under the sea. Under the sea. <laughs> Just throw it in the bottle and throw it in the ocean. 
Yep. Uh, all right. Well, uh, my dog is barking at the door. That can only mean one thing. She's possessed. Yes. And rewind. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Until next time, be kind. Be kind. And, and rewind. <laughs>and then I'm dipping my burger in the cheese sauce and, and then you dip your dip you st- dip oh, your dick oh, in I sure it. did my dog loved it <laughs> <laughs> so good all uh, right well and we got some more cheese if you know what I'm saying <laughs> yeah dick yeah. cheese <laughs> I, I used to love that insult what's up dick cheese <laughs> Yeah, we used that on uh, in uh, Grace uh, Grace and Improv under practice, fire. I think no, we uh, under fire. I, <laughs> Audrey and I. I think. Oh my! I'm gainy. Hold on. Um, mm-hmm. No, we're. I, I, th- I use Tide personally. Yeah. I use Tide. Yeah. Thinking about no, we, we started a we started a uh, a scene about an abusive like the the drama club where the bullies. And we started laying into Josh. We're like, what's up, cheese dick? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And then there was like suddenly a gangster film and <laughs> like lobster. Like, yeah. And the, like the way that we would fight or be tough is to do like monologues <laughs> from, <laughs> uh, from your good man, Charlie Brown. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> I, I was Schroeder in that. And in fact, I, we got a piano. My wife got a, a baby grand. And so I'm on that, and I'm playing that song Schroeder. I'm getting pretty good at it. Mm, nice. It's, it's a it's an abridged version of Moonlight Sonata. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Really good. I, I love playing it. It's therapeutic. I'm getting I'm getting good at it. I'm trying to get my wife to sing, um, but yeah. There aren't you know any lyrics to, to and in the Moonlight You're a Good Man, Sonata. Charlie Brown. Charlie or Schroeder's playing the Moonlight Sonata, and Lucy is sitting on the piano and singing. She's oh. making up lyrics. Yeah. Do you know something, Schroeder? Do I think the way you play the piano. It's really obnoxious. So There's our talking. Easter egg. I uh, <laughs> it's a nice. Tragic and dramatic story of my pet birds passing. Oh. oh wow. I, I think. Do you? I think what? you told it. Maybe. I think I. I think I've heard it, but I don't know where it was shared. It's really not that. It's just Moonlight Sonata happened to be the theme song of the event in a weird way. I half expected you to to paint a scenario where Moonlight Sonata killed your bird. Basically. So here's the story. I had to go to to volleyball practice that night. And our pet bird, Ouija, wasn't doing so well. He had been sick off and on for a couple months. And he was sick again. And he was... I was like, oh, man, I'm just going to do what I can for him. So I'm sitting on the couch with my bird cradled on my chest. It was really my brother's pet bird. It was a gift. He was, he lived to be about eight. Anyway, he's sitting on my Your chest. Uh, 
That's tragic. Are you talking about a bird? And your uh, brother no. died at eight years no, old? No, no. <laughs> let, me, let me talk about that. There are three characters here. Me. Okay. Uh, there are four characters. Okay. There's my mom. Mm-hmm. My she brother. Is character. Played by. Yes. Um, who can play my mom? Huh. Hmm. You know the... Um, did you ever see my big fat Greek wedding? Uh, let's say I did. Just it was overhyped, and so uh... <laughs> all right. Well, forget about it. Anyway, the bird was dying. He's on my chest, and my mom's like, "Why don't you play piano for him, Audrey? Because we loved sitting on your shoulder when you're playing." And he Speaking couldn't actually stand. He his feet were kind of like curled underneath his body in a really sad way. Anyway, so I get up. My mom's holding the bird in her palms, kind of cupped, um, and I start playing Moonlight Sonata because that's what I was practicing at the time. And Ouija starts like, like twitching and kind of convulsing and oh, goes no. into death throes. And he basically twitches his way out of my mom's hands and onto the wood floor. <laughs> oh wow! And I like get up from the piano and I'm like, Ouija, no! <laughs> you know, in a very kind of like uh, morning whale sort of. A, a way and then so there he was dying or dead on the floor um and then i had to go to volleyball practice wow and we watched the little mermaid <laughs> 2 return to the sea hold on <laughs> i don't know which is more tragic <laughs> <laughs> hold on forget uh who's am, i guess i'll do the intro you're I doing it no okay it's all you monkey okay. this is me do, doing the intro I'm going to press the button to make the sound happen. The sound is happening. What's happening? And coming soon to video cassette. What's happening? And now music will happen. Yes. Hey, boys and girls, and and people who are not. Oh, wow! I messed that up. But welcome to this (laughs) great resort. Um. Why is it that when no, we start recording early, we always have to start this over again? No. <laughs> Dan, yes. Dan, a quick note. Yeah. Uh, this yeah. is Scraping the Vault. What did I say? Supreme Resort. <laughs> it's starting to happen. What if you welcomed us as like people to of Dan the hates sea? the Beatles? <laughs> okay. Yes, you should. Atlanteans. Okay. Yes. Guys, gals, non-binary pals. Atlantica. people. Oh God! I should have like First citizens. Oh, I need to have bubbly sounds or something. God damn it! <laughs> um, okay, here we go. <sighs> okay, you can do this. I'm rubbing <sighs> your shoulders. Virtually rubbing your shoulders. Okay. <sighs> By the way, all of this should be kept in. <laughs> Coming soon to video cassette. This episode of Scraping the Vault is dedicated to the memory of Ouija. We're sorry Audrey killed you. <laughs>